0: The Citizens' Almanac, Section 8, Presidential and Historical Speeches, George Washington. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Matthew Datcher. The Citizens' Almanac, Fundamental Documents, Symbols, and Anthems of the United States by U.S. Department of Homeland Security. Section 8. Presidential and Historical Speeches People in the United States greatly value their current and historical leaders. Following our democratic tradition, these leaders are remembered not only for their actions, but also for their speeches and proclamations to the American people. Beginning with President George Washington's call for unity in his 1796 farewell address, American leaders often emphasize similar themes when addressing the nation. President Abraham Lincoln perhaps best expressed the concept of unity and a common civic identity during the American Civil War when our nation's unity was severely threatened. Lincoln's speeches are also famous for referring to America with its values and democratic system as an important example for the rest of the world. Much later, Presidents Franklin D. Roosevelt and John F. Kennedy called upon these same ideas in important speeches during times of crisis, and President Ronald Reagan was clearly inspired by these principles in his call for freedom around the world during the Cold War. In this section, you will also read about a leader who, rather than looking outside our borders, called on America itself to live up to its promise as a land of liberty and equality farewell address george washington seventeen ninety six after leading the continental army to victory over the british during the american revolution george washington was the obvious choice to become the first president of the united states known as the father of our country Washington performed honorably during his two terms as president in helping form the new government and guiding the young country through several foreign and domestic crises. Early in the year 1796, Washington decided not to see re-election for a third time and began drafting a farewell address to the American people with the help of treasury secretary alexander hamilton washington completed his farewell address and the final version was printed in philadelphia's american daily advertiser on september nineteenth seventeen ninety six washington was concerned that increasing geographical sectionalism and the rise of political factions would threaten the stability of the eight-year-old constitution and he used his address to urge Americans to unite for the long-term success of the nation. He called for a distinctly American character that concentrated on the good of the country and would avoid potentially troublesome alliances with foreign nations. On February 22, 1862, when America was engulfed in the Civil War, both houses of the U.S. Congress agreed to assemble and read aloud Washington's farewell address. This practice was later revived and performed annually by both houses of Congress. Since 1893, the U.S. Senate has observed our first president's birthday by selecting one of its members to read aloud Washington's farewell address from the Senate floor. Excerpts citizens by birth or choice of a common country that country has a right to concentrate your affections the name of american which belongs to you in your national capacity must always exalt the just pride of patriotism more than any appellation derived from the local discriminations with slight shades of difference you have the same religion manners habits and political principles you have a common cause fought and triumphed together the independence and liberty you possess are the work of joint councils and joint efforts of common dangers sufferings and successes it is substantially true that virtue or morality is a necessary spring of popular government the rule indeed extends with more or less force to every species of free government Who that is a sincere friend to it can look with indifference upon attempts to shake the foundation of the fabric? Promote, then, as an object of primary importance, institutions for the general diffusion of knowledge, in proportion as the structure of a government gives force to public opinion, it is essential that the public opinion should be enlightened. End of section 8